and welcome into the whole nine yards. I am Keaton Smith alongside Gabe Travis, Dominic Carrera, and Draven Bridgman, and we are officially in Super Bowl week. It is the Tuesday of Super Bowl week. On Thursday will be the NFL Honors, which they do on every Thursday before the Super Bowl on Sunday. They will announce all the award winners like MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year, all that type of stuff. And we made some predictions, or I believe our first or second episode, to predict those award winners after the season. And I believe that's where we're going to start off today. Dom has, he went back and listened, and he has all of our uh, official predictions at the, at the beginning of the year for these awards. And now we're going to uh, talk about those a little bit and go over those. So, yeah, Dom. Uh, yeah, so uh, for the actual individual award predictions, I'm going to try to list them off the top. I know we went over 12. We did not predict a single None of us pro- projected winner that okay. was going to happen because Lamar is the betting favorite for yeah. MVP. CMC is the betting favorite for Opoi. And Miles Garrett is the betting favorite for Depoy. I know I picked uh, uh, Joe Burrow for MVP. I picked Jamar Chase for Offensive Player of the Year, and I picked uh, oh oh my gosh, Michael Parsons mm-hmm. for Depoy. I know I forget who you p- picked for MVP, but I know you picked Travis Kelsey for Offensive Player Draven, of the Year. Is. Draven, Draven is sorry. Yeah, yeah, Draven picked him for Offensive Player of the Year. <clears throat> you, uh, I know you, p- Keaton, picked uh, Justin Jefferson for Offensive Player I of did. the Year, okay. and just stuff like that. But we did go uh, 0 for 12. We did not wow. pick wow. a single one. Correct, but but I will give one slim iota. Was Keaton was the only one that said I could see Lamar Jackson winning MVP. Let's go. You were the I'll only one that. that even had a semblance of mentioning. None of us said Miles Garrett. We both were either T.J. Watt or Micah Parsons. Parsons, yeah. There were uh, there were some Miles, not disrespect, but he just uh, it always seemed like. TJ Watt and like Micah were just like a slight edge above him going into this year, but this year he really proved. Me I well. predicted Sauce to win actually. Bro, really? I remember that. I predict, I, I was like that. I think I'm gonna I know I said I think I'm gonna bet on Micah, but like I don't know. Depoy's really flashy mm-hmm. in, in history. Yeah. Whatever. But um, so that was our award. Do you want me to do the Super Bowl predictions that we had? Or yeah, we, yeah. Since yeah. this is Super Bowl week, I, that's what we actually were going to go over before uh, our Super Bowl predictions. Yeah. yeah so before the year, I'm I marked down everyone. Uh, and <laughs> quote unquote, my quote that I literally said right after I made my pick was, it's never the teams you predict to make it, and mm-hmm. it's literally the two highest betting odd teams yeah. at the beginning of the year. Uh, Draven, you had Seahawks, Chiefs yep. in the Super Bowl. You were very firm on that. That would have been Aura right there. Um, <laughs> yeah. that, that I was w- close, kind yeah, of. Same division. Halfway. Huh? Yeah. yeah. I don't think you get a half a point for the Niners. <laughs> uh, Gabe predicted <laughs> Bengals-Eagles. Yeah, I didn't remember that. That was bad. Yeah. Bengals-Eagles. So, Bengals, I'll give you a, a void. I think I remember mine. I think I was Chiefs-Eagles. You were Chiefs-Eagles okay, in a rematch, it. and I had Dallas-Bills. Um, wow. <laughs> we suck. <laughs> I was, well, we I was, all went f- – no, none of – or three of us went 50-50. He had Chiefs. Draven had Chiefs. Oh, you wait. Had Chiefs. Only two of us had 50 yeah. yeah. Never mind. But, like, at the same time, I didn't, like – I, I actually re-listened to it. I kind of predicted the Chiefs exactly. I said the wide receiver core will take a step back. The tackles, the tackle play isn't going to be good. And I said, I don't think Mahomes can will this team to a Super Bowl. I think I said, I think they're going to win 11 games. And they won 11 games and they're still in the Super Bowl. But they willed themselves to the Super Bowl, yes. which is the impressive So thing, it's so. never the teams you predict or bet on. And it was actually the two highest betting teams. So if you're just boring and pick yeah. Niners, Chiefs. If you, you just had no that. flair at the beginning yeah. of the year, you picked the Super but, Bowl. Yeah, Brock Purdy. Man. Yeah, uh, really interesting. So from that point, we talked a little bit about our uh, award predictions, and we'll get into who we think now, as of right now, who we think should win uh, or is going to win these awards. So uh, I think we don't start with MVP. We should start with with something else. Uh how about let's do defensive rookie and offensive rookie of the year first and work our way up. So uh, AP defensive rookie of the year finalists are Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, Joey Porter Jr., Kobe Turner. Oh, I didn't know he was on there, and uh, Devin Witherspoon of the Seattle Seahawks. So of those five, who would you guys give this defensive rookie of the year award to? Well, we know who Draven's gonna it's pick. We know who <laughs> Draven's gonna pick. I think he actually deserves it though. That's like. Th- all biases aside, I think that I think he played amazing this year. I think the two rookie of the years are the only ones that have like any questions of who's gonna win it. Like I feel like yeah. MVP, offensive player of the year, and defensive player of the year are pretty locked up, but both of these, like, they have two man races. I don't know. I mean Yeah, uh Will Anderson and Jalen Carter both had really good 
rookie years on that defensive line. I heard a lot about Will Anderson later in the season. Texans kind of made their mark throughout the season. Uh, Devin Witherspoon, his name was hot early on in the year, I remember. He, like, week four or five, remember, he had, like, a crazy pick six or something like that. I think it was against yeah. the Giants. Yeah, Giants. Yeah. Yeah, I was at, like, the three-yard line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, like, a 97-yard pick six. Uh, he had a phenomenal rookie year, picked fifth overall. Uh, if me, I think I'm going to rock with with Will Anderson. I am, too. I think Will Anderson had a had a phenomenal year. There was mm-hmm. only, like, two or three guys in the league that had a higher pass rush win rate, and it was, like, Miles Garrett like T.J. Watt and Chris Jones or something above yeah. Will Anderson. And, man, he for, for them trading up and getting back-to-back picks, he's certainly, he's certainly, I think, done what they wanted him to do this year as a rookie. So I'm, I'm going to rock with Will Anderson for me. I think I'm also going to take Will Anderson, uh, but Devin Witherspoon as a close second. And then my third. I like that. My thir- I, I know we're not doing top three, but my third actually would be a dude that's not even listed on that. Tyreek Stevenson from the Bears had mm. a hi- better, less touchdowns allowed, more tackles, more interceptions, more pass breakups than Joey Porter on okay. there. He was a second-round pick out of the Bears, and uh, the Bears don't get a lot of meaning. I'm not trying to hunter brain like, oh, this guy, I know him, and you don't. Yeah. Um, but uh, Tyreek Stevenson out of the Bears was great. I don't know. I just don't think the Texans have a lot of guys up front, and for him to have that high of a pass rush win rate and have seven sacks on the year, mm-hmm. um, he was a big reason the Texans' defense went from th- third worst in point differential to middle of the pack. So yeah. I'll take Will Anderson. Yeah, so three of us go Will Anderson there, one of us Devin Witherspoon. Devin Witherspoon, I think, was a close second for me also. We'll move on to Offensive Rookie of the Year, those finalists being Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporta, both of the Lions, Puka Nakua of the Rams, Bijan Robinson of the Falcons, and C.J. Stroud of the Houston Texans. Uh, wow, we had a really good offensive mm-hmm. rookie class this year. Yeah. with a lot, of, or I think everyone here plays a different position uh, except for – Gibbs and Robinson, but yeah, a lot of different positions, different players that you really didn't expect to make that big of a, a stride, and some you did, like CJ Stroud, second overall, but then you got guys like Puka Nakua in the fifth round who had, what, 1,400 yards or whatever it was, something crazy, he was top five in yards, so uh, Gabe, who would you who would you give the Offensive Rookie of the Year to out of that class? The bias, Laporta, because he's from Iowa, but <laughs> in all seriousness, in all seriousness. Great year, though. I want to give it to Puka just because he was picked in the fifth round, but mm-hmm. I think realistically you have to give it to Stroud just because what sure. he did for that Texans team. I'm yeah. not saying Puka obviously did a lot, but I, I want I want Puka to win it, but I don't think he will. Yeah, so sh- I want Puka, but I think it'll be Stroud. Stroud is what I'm saying. Stroud getting the Texans their first. So like you win. would give it like this is me like personally. I would give okay, it to Puka. Y- okay, okay, okay. You personally would give it to Puka. Yes, but I think so. Stroud's your offensive win. rookie of the year is Puka. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I think. I personally, I think I would also give it to Puka just because of the storyline you get instead of being the second overall pick you're in the mm-hmm. fifth round uh, drafted over or drafted after so many other receivers. And it just seems like you didn't get bet on uh, getting drafted that late. And the Rams seemed to pick up Puka. They saw they saw what a lot of guys didn't, and he had a crazy year. So out of that class, Draven, who are you, who are you giving that offensive rookie of the year to? C.J. Stroud, obviously, uh, yeah. had a great season and was not supposed to really. Uh, with little to no talent, and then he yeah. turned his receiving core around to be honestly a top ten in the league. So um, yeah, give me CJ Stroud. But I think if Bijan Robinson did not have Arthur Smith as a coach, we would <laughs> yeah. be talking about him as well. I think I think that's a good point. CJ Stroud had a had a great year, um, and rookie head coach as well as with a rookie quarterback, yep. they they were able to find a way to get into the second round of the playoffs. But then yeah, Bijan Robinson. I think he would definitely would have had a better year had Arthur Smith. Not been there. He's going to have a chance next year with Raheem Morris. But uh, so wrapping it up, Dom, who would you give that to? Like if I if I genuinely ran the ceremony, I would give Co Offensive Rookie of the Years. Yeah, and I know that's lame, but like if I think the sort of discourse is C.J. Stroud took a team that was projected like I, I looked in odds because we talked about worst to first and like what teams, and they had the seventh best odds to go. Or seventh, like best odds to go worst to first, so second last basically. Mm-hmm. And he took that team, and D'Amico Ryan's was great. Um, but like, if I was forced to put a name on a ballot, if I want, I want to put Co. But I was forced, I'll probably put Puka. Yeah. I mean, because one was insanely good, but the other like actually broke records and mm-hmm. like broke rookie receiving records. Right. Now, I know the seventeen games, but if he didn't step up when Cooper Cooper Cup was not good this year. Like, he just got injured and just didn't really look the same. I know mean, he's getting up there in age, but, mm-hmm. um, I mean, if he wasn't that guy, he, ha- he had to step up and being a fifth-round rookie at a BYU, not many people 
everyone passed on him. So I don't know. I think I'll take Puka. Do you think Cooper Cup's like not uh his his kind of off year is because of Puka? No, I think his off year is because of his injury. I think his yeah. entire skill set, or not entire, but he's a route runner. And when you tear your – towards ACL, right? No, he pulled his hamstring. Pulled, pulled his hamstring or whatever. Was that this year and the year before? It was at the end of last year, I think. Yeah. I think, yeah. It was Regardless of, of what injury, I mean, if it's in the lower body, he's so such a gorgeous route runner um, that if you lose mm-hmm. even that little bit of explosiveness, yeah. it kind of takes away and uh, – I wouldn't even say that his down year caused Puka good year. I think that they kind of complemented each other, and mm-hmm. Cooper kind of fit into that wide receiver two role, which is interesting. Yeah, which uh, stuff happens in the yeah. NFL. People take jobs that really weren't supposed to, and that's what Puka did this year. He had a great year, and a lot of us would have given him that rookie of the year come Thursday. So we'll move on to AP comeback player of the year. We'll go, and then we'll go to coach of the year and then our big awards. Oh, so, no, this is the one that has a lot of discourse. I forgot this. Yeah. Is, this yeah. I'm interested. No, so I'm, so yeah. this is the controversial one, controversial one of the comeback player of the year. The finalists are oh, yeah. Joe Flacco of the Browns, DeMar Hamlin of the Bills, Baker Mayfield of the Bucks, Matthew Stafford of the Rams. I didn't know he was a finalist. Mm-hmm. And Tua of the Dolphins, who was coming off of those, those cu- concussions, of course, from last year. So yeah, this is a tricky one. Uh, what, what do you guys think on this? What do you who, who are you giving that award to? Joe yeah. Flacco is the no. only right answer. Uh, give me Baker. That's... Give me Baker. Wow. What are we doing? Demar Hamlin. Oh my God, he came you're out lying. and ran. Okay, one okay, no, 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 okay, no, okay, no. I'm not one joking time, time. because listen, if this award, if this award, hear me out. No, hear me out for a second. And I, I was this exact same crowd. I go, he sucked. He is awful. But it's Correct. not most improved player. It is not most improved player. What did what did Joe Flacco do? What did he come back? He came back from the couch. Like <laughs> and he came back from sucking and whatever. Baker You know how hard that is? Baker though? No, hundred percent. You know how hard it is to die on a football field? He yeah, does nothing. That doesn't matter the fact that he's still playing football. Dude, if they wheel you out in a wheelchair and say, All right, let's play one, one play not. of the game and then now you're comeback player of the year. I don't genuinely Joe Flacco it is a, a medical team. it is a I would any other year give to Joe Flacco. Hell yeah, he kicked butt on the Browns. It was insane what he did. I would give it to Baker. Mm-hmm. Baker took a team that wasn't expected to make the playoffs and won a playoff game 31 to 9. Damar Hamlin literally died on a football field. It I don't even care if he had zero tackles on the year and he didn't get a single snap. The That's fact that close. he is in the National <laughs> Football League, he came back from death. It's not most improved player. I wish it was cuz shouldn't the comeback player of the year have an impact on your team though? DeMar Hamlin has a negative impact on the Bills. He messed up the field goal because he he's offsides, back. and that fake punt this call, isn't, he didn't this run isn't, correctly. This uh, came back and, and had a crazy, crazy good, yeah. good impact. This was come back. He came back from dying. He came back, and he it was, hurt the team. Dude, no. Yes. No, we didn't. I, I, think, you're, I think you're reading too much into the name of the award. Yeah, I, but, no, but I don't that's think the he even barely came back, dude. I mean, just because you're standing on the sideline doesn't mean you're coming back. He was dead. No, there is – there is – I respect the opinion, and I 100% see your side. He sucks. He's garbage. Yes. I'm, not, yes. I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that he doesn't suck. Our game the, is settled. The fact that, I mean, I was I was laughing whenever they ran the fake punt. Um, I was oh, like, yeah. there's no way they just tried to storyline this. That, if that they did. was a first down against us, I, that's, that would have been my, my tipping point. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like a, uh, like a story movie. You're like, remember the Titans or yeah. whatever, Friday Night Lights or a movie like that. But So you're going with DeMar Hamlin. 1,000%. Okay. I I understand the discourse, but it's not most improved. It's come back, and he came back. He will win it. Oh, yeah, he, he will. Win. He win will it. win it, but uh, yeah, he shouldn't. Yeah, okay. And I stand by so, that. I get it. I get. I get all what he came back from. All that stuff. I, I still personally, me, I'm gonna give that. I'm gonna give that to a uh, man. This is tough. It's tough between Flacco and Mayfield because they're both really good stories. I don't. I guess I just don't get what. Baker Mayfield necessarily came back from came back Sucking from being passed around. Getting, getting benched well, no, and yeah, cut. he was. Yeah, he yeah. got benched. Traded. He, he, yeah, about to say he got benched in Carolina. Yeah, and, and then, then like this year, he was playing for his career in the NFL. If he sucked this year, he would have been a career back. Yeah, that is also yeah. true. He he did earn himself probably like a Geno similar or, or yeah. similar contract. Yeah, more. I think more than Geno, just stats wise. Yeah, but. Yeah, I guess I'll probably go with That's Baker Mayfield. He's not better. I'm just, saying money. I, I think I'm going with Baker Mayfield just because I think, like you said, he was playing with his career and had a lot more to lose than Joe Flacco did because Joe Flacco was already pretty That's much fair. retired at that yeah, point. So fair. give me Baker Mayfield. He was uh, a good driver, too, away from the NFC Championship appearance. 
and uh, was possibly losing his job at the at the beginning of the year. So give me Mayfield. Yeah, I'll just say this one thing though. Obviously, I'm I'm firm on Demar being it. Obviously, I understand your guys' point of yeah. view. No one cared about this award until this year. I understand, True. like as N- as NFL fans, ev- mm. like we yeah. care, we care and whatever. But no one cared about. Oh, it shouldn't go it to was Demar least Hamlin. Cared about award. Yeah, least cared about award by far until this year. And then there's some controversial. Listen. I think it's absurd that he's still getting media coverage. Like, why do I need to see him shaking LeBron's hand? Like, I, I don't care. Like, that's what I'm saying. I think I not that he got his <laughs> not that he got his five seconds of fame from dying, but no one knew who he was. He's a great dude, a lot of nonprofits. I think that this is something that he came back and he's still in the league. That's why I'm so adamant about it. He sucks. I know, I know that he that's sucks. That's fine. I disagree wholeheartedly, but that's okay. Yeah. Jerry Jones, yeah. comeback player of the year. No. So you said Mayfield, two game, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you're going with Flacco, Draven? I'm going Flacco. I respect okay. that. I, I think all of those are valid choices for different reasons. Except Amar. I think the only one you can't <laughs> really choose him. is Tua. Yeah. 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 You could yeah. you could maybe make an argument for Stafford, Stafford but yeah. I don't think so. Agreed. So we'll move on to the AP Coach of the Year. Those finalists being Dan Campbell of the Lions, John Harbaugh of the Ravens, D'Amico Ryans of the Texans, Kyle Shanahan of the Niners, and Stefanski, Kevin Stefanski of the Cleveland Browns. So I'll go first on this one. I was thinking about this a little bit earlier, and I think uh, Coach of the Year, just with everything that we were thinking going into the season, what was going to happen, uh, you know, all of our expectations, I'm going to rock with D'Amico Ryans. I think just because uh, rookie head coach, first time head coaching a team, and you're, you're going to get thrown in there with your two is, or your two is high – Highest value players being rookies, your second and third overall pick with C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson. And he found a way to will his team to uh, the second round of the playoffs, which was really impressive. A lot of teams pick – or a lot of people had favor of the Jaguars very clearly going into the year and thought they were going to run away with the division. But D'Amico Ryan said no and was able to find a way to win that division and get uh, a playoff appearance. So give me the Houston Tech – or give me D'Amico Ryans for Coach of the Year. That's what I'm thinking. Um, I'm going to go Dan Campbell. I understand he had that – Awful play call, um, in my opinion, against the Niners. But I think taking a Lions team from winning however many games two years ago, like what, three or two or something? Yeah, they were like two. Yeah. Taking a Lions. They were like 0 and 11. Yeah. 0 11 and 1. And they won like two games. So going from winning two games to six and then now winning the division and probably running the division for a couple years, in my opinion, it should have gone to the Super Bowl. Um, Yeah, I'd give it to Campbell, but I think D'Amico Ryan's is a good pick, too. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'm also agreeing with Gabe. I'm giving it to Campbell, but if D'Amico Ryans does this like any other year where the Lions don't make their first NFC Championship appearance, appearance then definitely D'Amico. But Dan, Dan, yeah. I think, takes it. A lot year. of good candidates this year, I'd say, for mm-hmm. this yeah, award. Uh, can you read the candidate list again yeah. for me? Just Dan Campbell, John Harbaugh, D'Amico Ryans, Kyle Shanahan, and Kevin Stefanski. So I actually uh, think my top two Coach of the Year candidates aren't even on the list. Number one, Shane, okay. Shane Steichen of the Colts, I think, de- deserves to win. That's a fair one. That's Coach fair, of the Year. Yeah. So the, I think the thing with D'Amico is, I if oh, I have that list, I think he should win it. Um, but he had a star quarterback in C.J. Stroud. Not saying like that's like taking down from mm-hmm. it, but um, Shane Steichen lost his quarterback week four and had Gardner Minshew. And that team the best still, backup that, in the league. That team, okay, but still, that team still won nine games. They have like no off. I mean, Jonathan I like Taylor how he still carries that title. Like it was just some prevalent thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's just cool because he has a mullet. Yeah, and whatever. <laughs> um, like there's so many good coach of the year candidates that aren't there that I would put over. Um, Harbaugh and um, who is the other one? Shanahan. Oh, Steichen and him. Oh, uh, Shane Steichen and uh, Matt or Lafleur. Matt Lafleur. Matt Lafleur. Yeah. That's a the, good pick. That's Matt Lafleur of the Packers. You could also put Todd Bowles. I would put Todd Bowles over Matt Lafleur. You're saying because it's the Packers. No, we're yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would put Matt or uh, Todd Bowles as my second pick, just because, like I said, that team wasn't pro- was projected to win like six mm-hmm. games, seven games, and with Baker Mayfield. Let it, but out of that list, I'm not trying to be like a contrarian yeah. or whatever. But I would that definitely give list. it to uh, D'Amico out of that list. No, it's kind of those no expectations to yeah. the crazy coach of the year candidates. Yeah, as this, well. this is a great year for coach of the year. I think we should also like get an assistant coach of the year. I think they should have one for coordinators too. But they do that in college. That's a good idea. They should yeah, do that. Yeah, they do that in college and like best coordinator. Because awards. I think Mike McDaniel would Mike McDonald would easily win this year's. Yeah. I would say Ben Johnson probably. Yeah, or Ben Johnson is a good candidate too. But yeah, well, I, either or. I think Mike McDonald yeah. is that would definitely win it. But I would say Ben Johnson would be a close yeah, second. Yeah, uh, that would be a, a good 
a good poll as well. We can move on to Offensive Player of the Year. Then we'll go to Defensive Player of the Year, and MVP is what we'll finish up with. So for Opoi, the finalists are Tyreek Hill, Lamar Jackson, C.D. Lamb, Christian McCaffrey, and Dak Prescott. Dakota Prescott. I didn't know he was in there. Yeah, he's a finalist. Dude, he had an MVP year. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I know. And so for this award, I think there's probably... Well, actually, this is a pretty this is a pretty good little ballot too, uh, between a few guys, in my opinion, anyway. Uh, so, Draven, we can start off with you. Who do you think is taking this one home, or who would you give this one to anyway? Who would I give this one to? I- I'm gonna shake it up and give it to Lamar Jackson. Oh, whoa! Oh, yeah. wow! Yeah. Okay. Because uh, interesting. My MVP is not Lamar Jackson. I think he's someone else. So I think he played good enough to win an award, a, but I, he he's not an MVP. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, so, you ag- so, are you giving it to Lamar? No, but I agree Lamar's not MVP. Oh. What? Okay, keep, keep, okay we'll evaluate on this Opal. Right. Do you want to go? No, no, you got it. You okay. Got it. Um, <laughs> I'm giving it to CD. Uh, non-biased aside, I'm Dude. giving it to CD. Okay. Wasn't even the best receiver in the league this year. Yes, he was. Tyreek Kill. Tyreek Hill was on pace for 2,000 yards, man. In that, no. He, I know, but he yeah, finished with 50 less yards. C.D. Lamb had like eight games where he got like 150-plus yards. Like in a row, I'm pretty sure. He was he had a streak. Mm-hmm. That's pretty Out of that whole list, you're giving it to C.D.? I'm giving it to C.D. Maybe because I'm a little biased, but I'm giving it to C.D. Okay. Uh, what do you think, Dom? Makes sense. I would, I mean, I, I think it's weird no one says CMC, <laughs> but I'm actually going to give it to Tyreek Hill. I, I respect think, that. Uh, I don't know. I think that he is there entire offense and mm-hmm. like that offense 100%. wouldn't it's such a timing based yeah, thing it's and not the same without he when it comes to matchups he is you have to game plan for him mm-hmm. like even with like cmc and cd Absolutely. you kind of play them traditionally um but tyree kill is a different animal man i, I would probably i think christian McCaffrey's gonna win it but i'd probably give it to tyree kill yeah i mean i'll be the basic one here i i gotta give it to cmc the dude the offense i've never seen or i have but into this day, in this day and age, you don't really see offenses run through running backs anymore, and this is probably the only one still around. I know we saw Derrick Henry a few years ago, but that's pretty much dismantled now. And I think CMC, uh, easily the best running back in the league, is a sure lock to almost score a touchdown in every game. Any anytime touchdown Any, is such a free yeah, bet. <laughs> such a free bet for CMC. It, they just how he has a million different ways to beat you with how quick he is, how powerful he is. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He can run up the gut. And he had an insane year and a well-deserved. I think he'll grab his Opoi, and I think it's well-deserved. So CMC, I guess I'll be the basic one there. And we can move on now to AP Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, the candidates for this award are Deron Bland of the Dallas Cowboys, Max Crosby of the Raiders, Miles Garrett of the Browns, Micah Parsons of the Cowboys, and TJ Watt of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, with that being said, I'll go first again. Or, I guess, Dom, you can go. You haven't gone first yet. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to go Miles Garrett. I just think um, his pass rush win rate. And um, I would say he also didn't really produce that well late into the season. But I don't know. It's just sort of like TJ Watt got injured, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, Micah Parsons, I don't know. There's a lot of – I think a lot of the yeah. discourse with Micah comes with the off-the-field stuff, and that kind of sucks. And yeah. that – I don't, I'm not saying that would take away my vote, but um, I would give it to Miles Garrett. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. I th- agree with you there. I think, you know, I think all these edge rushers they had really similar seasons, but out of the four of them that are on this list, I think Miles Garrett uh, had the best season. Like you said, T.J. Watt missed some time. Max Crosby he had a really great season, but just really isn't able to string anything together on the Raiders. And Micah Parsons uh, had a good run there. Uh, he's gonna have a good run every year, but just wasn't really able to impact the game too too much in that playoff loss. So uh, Miles Garrett, I'm gonna I'm gonna rock with him. I think he had a slightly better year than all these guys. What do you, what Gabe and Draven? What are you thinking on this? I'm going Miles Garrett too. Um, I just think Micah kind of fizzled out towards the end of the year a little bit. Yeah. Kind of same thing with TJ, I guess. But TJ got injured. Yeah. So I think I think Miles is kind of a clear cut favorite, but mm-hmm. that's just me. Yeah. Yeah, I think Miles for sure is the is the favorite, but uh, Dominic was right. He did kind of uh, fall off at the end of the season. That last playoff game, everyone knows he played like dog crap. <laughs> yeah, he didn't do too much. So. Um, uh, I want to give it to Max yeah. Crosby because, like, you look at that Browns defense. And, underrated year. Yeah, underrated year. And you look at that Browns defense and say, like, Raiders? Of, of course. Uh, no, no, the, for Miles Garrett. You look at that oh. Browns defense and you're like, well, he has all the help in the world to get past. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, the he has good cornerbacks that can cover receivers so he, can mm-hmm. get, he has more time to get back there. But uh, uh, Max Crosby does not have that. 
Okay. He yeah. has a bad defense. I think he's the, he's really like he's like the Chase Young of that team when he played for the the Commanders. Oh, for, yeah, when he when he had that good uh, good season, I think I to give me Max Crosby. Okay. I think he deserves it. I think that's a completely valid take. I think you're right. Miles Garrett does have a lot more hope than Max Crosby, especially on that defensive line and he had a pretty similar season to Max Crosby, so I think that's not a bad take at all. I think everyone everyone like that it could go to, I'd 100% agree other than Deron. Deron Bland, yeah. Yeah, I think that no. Sorry, should have been Snead. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it should have been first team all pro over yeah. Deron Bland got cooked by DK Metcalf. <laughs> anyway, we'll move on to AP most valuable player of the year and that is our final award. Those candidates being Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills, Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens, CMC Christian McCaffrey of the 49ers, Dak Dak Rain Dakota Rain, Rain Prescott, Dakota Prescott whatever get it right <laughs> of the Dallas that. Cowboys and Brock Purdy of the Niners. So again, uh, or not again, but two 49ers candidates are up for AP Most Valuable Player, and we can start with Draven on this one. Who, who's your MVP of this year, Draven? Well, I didn't put Lamar Jackson for a reason, and I didn't say CMC is my offensive player for a reason. I think CMC is the most valuable player in the National Football League. Okay, without a question. Without a question, without a question, the best running back in the league, and uh, that's why he's up for your most valuable, most valuable player of the year. What do you think about that, Dom? Um, I don't think it's a bad take. Like I, I'm fine with CMC. I kind of go back and forth, but I think it's, mm-hmm. um, I think it's definitely Lamar Jackson. Like not to like say definitely because it's not him. I don't know just the other candidates. It's such a weak year for it. Like Josh Allen sucked for twelve. I got into some discourse online of this dude that was like oh it should be uh josh allen because he was the main reason that they were six and oh in their final stretch well in their final stretch he over he threw for over uh 300 yards one time and he had three turnovers in that game so it's like i don't know i don't i wouldn't give it to mm-hmm. purdy we'll get into the purdy discussion later yeah um seems to purdy dakota prescott just kind of i mean i thought he was really good i, I mean i thought he was the front runner in week like 15 but i'd give it to lamar jackson um, another phenomenal year passing, and he's so elite on the ground. It just—if mm-hmm. you just erase the playoffs, man, he would be talked about in such a different light. Um, but I'd give it to Lamar personally. Yeah, what do you think, Gabe? I'm agreeing with Draven completely. I think it's CMC. I think oh. that whole 49ers offense revolves around CMC, and he's the glue to it. Mm-hmm. So I think as soon as CMC. I shouldn't say as soon, but if CMC goes to a different team, I think that offense looks totally different than it is now. I think CMC is a reason for a lot of their wins. So, yeah, I'm going to go CMC. Uh, yeah, that's definitely two good candidates there, Lamar Jackson being the favorite. I, I, I was looking at some, some stats earlier today. It was uh, the Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott comparison of this year. And kind of insane when you look at it, Dak had, I believe, just one more turnover, more yards, and more touchdowns on the year. So... That doesn't mean I'm rocking with Dak Prescott. I'm still going to stick with Lamar Jackson. But I think Dak, you know, kind of had a, an, a a weird year, I guess. Because you have all those stats and numbers, and at the end of the day, it, it just seems like it really even do, doesn't matter. Like, towards the end of the year, it seemed like he was still losing that. And he still had better stats than Lamar Jackson at that point in time, and it still seemed like he was losing out on the MVP, and everyone had already uh, kind of written that off, written him off for MVP winner. So... Weird, I think kind of a weird. I don't yeah, know. so I think the the two things that I have to say, I have a question for Gabe and then talking about that is yeah. the the problem with Dak is Dak just can't beat good teams. And I know that may be frustrating, but it it is true. Like mm-hmm. the bit that uh, the Cowboys only beat tomato cans is true. And like they only won games at home this year. They couldn't go on the road. And I think an MVP kind of has to play through some adversity and I just don't really think Dak did that and this is for both of you guys so CMC MVP uh take before I think of MVP as a dude that utterly changes like a franchise and I think that he's an ultimate game changer so when CMC was on the I regardless CMC was on the Panthers before he got traded last season they were one in five does that like sort of play into any opinions. I mean, they were one in five. If he's that big of a game changer, the Panthers were one in five with him. Like, isn't, I don't know. Isn't this his longest stretch of like being healthy though? That is true. Yeah, I mean, this, I, that, I don't know if he's gone a full year without being yeah, injured I mean, in so long. Yeah, he was long. injured all the time in Carolina. I mean, a paper cut would kill him. So, 
I, I think I think that's really the reason. So you think this is like the first full year and he was still coming off an of injury in Carolina so they couldn't really play through him? Yeah, that and like I mean even in Carolina he was having a thousand and a thousand like a thousand yard yeah, receiving well, thousand say, yard rushing season. Is twenty nineteen mm-hmm. the last year? He went Opoy in twenty nineteen. I remember that. I don't remember. I think that's the last year he, he was fully healthy. I, or he might have been fully healthy last year. Yeah, no, he was he was healthy. He was healthy la- he was healthy yeah. last year, but coming off that injury, he had an injury oh. the year prior yes. going into okay. it. I'm just curious because yeah. I don't know. That's kind of the reason why I don't have him. I would have him as my uh, uh, most valuable player, but he played on the Panthers and the Panthers sucked, and he went to a really really good team, and he's incredible. Like I, that's why he's like my second for MVP, second for offensive player of the year. I just didn't know if that factored into your guys' opinion. No, and I think it's mostly because MVP. We're just talking about this season in terms of the award and that's how i mean that's what mvp is mm-hmm. so okay yeah that's right i think that's probably a pretty good place to wrap up this first segment we'll come back talk the super bowl matchup and uh, predict some winners for the last game of the 2023 nfl regular season so don't go anywhere you're listening to the whole nine yards on kzlx lp maryville Hello and welcome back into the whole nine yards. I'm Keaton Smith with Gabe Travis, Dominic Carrera, and Draven Bridgman. And we have a, a little quarterback segment that Dom puts together before we predict our Super Bowl winners for the final game of the year. So we'll get to that with Dom and then we'll predict our winners and get out of here. Yeah, like I said, uh, like every year, I did it uh, two years ago with you, Keaton, and we went over and like I spent like two, three hours going through. I watched film, stats, and whatever. So I've kind of dissolve that there is nine tiers of quarterbacks in the NFL. So starting off um, is the trash tier, bottom tier of the NFL. Bottom so this is 32 up. This is in order. So, so is there only 32? On there the are only 32 okay. quarterbacks that I put. These were guys that were primary starters um, during the year. Might have gotten benched, but still. So trash tier is Ryan Tannehill, Mac Jones, and Jimmy Garoppolo. These are guys that aren't going to play. Mac, you said Mac Jones, Jimmy G, and who? Yeah, Ryan, so, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, yeah. So Ryan Tannehill at 32, Mac Jones at 31, uh, Jimmy G at 30. Jimmy G is not going to play because Aiden O'Connell. Um, yeah, none of these guys are going to play next year. How much did they pay Jimmy G? Um, a lot of money. Yeah, too That's much. like 140. Yeah, too mil? much money to right? be handsome Squidward and to yeah. suck at football. Yeah. Um, so no discourse on that tier. Um, the next tier is none. the I'm sorry tier. I'm um, sorry. Uh, so this would be 29, Kenny Pickett, okay. 28, Desmond Ritter, and 27, Sam Howell. This is just like, I'm sorry that you have to watch this. Dude, I, don't know I disagree that. with that Sam Howell. No. Okay, dude, Sam Howell is not good. I'm sorry. No, I think, he's a passing think, yards merchant. I think those three guys are in the same tier. I agree no, but with that. I, would I, would put, I put Kenny above him, though. Kenny Pickett's my first in that tier. But that's dude, my only discourse. Kenny Pickett is really bad. <laughs> he is bad. I'll see what he does with, uh, with not having Matt Canada, but... True. So the next tier is the Bryce Young tier. Um, this has Anthony Richardson and Bryce Young in it. So I couldn't really rank Bryce Young because it's like T-Law a couple years ago. Yeah. Where I don't know if he's good because he played one year with an awful team. So I need to see this second year jump to actually have it. Anthony Richardson just got injured. So um, no, I don't really know. on that one. So no discourse with so far. I mean, solid list so far. Other mm-hmm. than you guys think – I just think Sam Howell should be one tier Okay, we'll, we'll talk Sam more. Howell got sacked way too much for, like... I think he's a passing starts. yards merchant. Same right tackle as Pat Mahomes, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Wiley. Okay, so this next tier is called Please Give Me Another Year. So this okay. is guys that are not necessarily begging for another year in their job, but they could be on their way out. So this is Aaron Rodgers at the very bottom. Okay. Then Deshaun Watson. Okay. Daniel Jones. Yeah. Sorry, Keaton. Derek Carr, mm-hmm. Tua Tungavailoa, and this is this is Tua, and then at the top, Justin Fields. So I think that Justin Fields and Tua are a little bit of the outside looking in on this tier, but I had to put them here. Um, these are guys that just aren't proven as franchise guys for their team, and they need to. Their, please give me another year to yeah. show you that I can be the guy to lead this team to a Super Bowl. Uh, do you guys disagree with anything? My, my on only tier? thing with that is I think Miami will. I think I think there is absolutely no way that Miami lets Tua walk. I think they're going to extend him, yeah. and I think they're going to give him a big contract like every other young quarterback has gotten. So I think, I guess he's not really in the give me another year, but that's just what the tiers. Yeah, it's just the tier. Yeah, it's it kind of. I see what you mean. He probably is. I just didn't want to have too many tiers because if I actually did, I would. Yeah, no, I, I would move them above and put them in between. So this next tier is the good slash great tier. Okay. Um, okay. Are, wait. 
going back, I do disagree. Um, can you read me that tier again? Uh, so from bottom to top, it's Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Daniel Jones, Derek Carr. That's where I disagree. Daniel Jones should be lower, mm. I think. Da- so I think Daniel Jones has proven that he can actually throw an elite ball, but he has had zero help. Like we talk about guys having absolutely zero help. He is throwing two bums. I want to see how he looks with Malik Neighbors or having Joe Alter. They go out and, God forbid, sign T. Higgins. Please let him be a chief. But something of that yeah. nature. So the next tier is the good to great tier. Good to great quarterbacks. You can call them whatever you want. Um, bottom, I have Russell Wilson. Um, next, I have Geno I, Smith. Sorry, Keep going. Dude, I just, I can't. I'll let you finish the yeah, tier. Yeah, we'll, finish the tier then first. Then we'll talk finish about the tier okay. first. Yeah, so uh, bottom, I have Russell Wilson. Then I have Geno Smith. Then I have Brock Purdy. Then I have Baker Mayfield. Then I have Matthew Stafford. And then I have Kirk Cousins. So these are guys that I wouldn't necessarily consider franchise guys other than Purdy, but I think Purdy gets it because of the money. I don't think that he would be an established franchise guy. These are good to great quarterback. These are bridge guys that are insanely good. Um, so that's the good to my good to great tier. How is Russell Wilson on the same tier I was gonna as say, them? Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson statistically in Last year, we're not talking about last year. This is the, statistically yeah. based on this year. Twenty-six touchdowns, eleven interceptions. Had a actually had a better passer rating than Geno Smith this year. Had a better completion percentage than Geno Smith this year. I think I think that's the Sean Payton effect, and that was that was so prevalent coming into that because Sean Payton literally said like in a press conference midway through this year is. Or not said it, but, like, he is. He was doing stuff to try and take Russell Wilson out of the offense. And the Broncos kind of had to play around Russell Wilson this year. They they threw a lot of short stuff. They threw – they made it easy on Russ, and I, he still had some pretty good stats, yeah. But I think he probably probably was the one of the least valuable quarterbacks in the league this year. I think you put Russ in the give-me-another-year tier. So I was actually debating that. Um, I think he's But I just two, think he's I'm a good. tier. I think he's a tier. I agree. So I had him in that. Like when I, mm-hmm. I took this picture and I had him in that and I was like, dude, like Russell Wilson statistically had a really good year yeah, last he, year. Statistically he did. Um, And like, I don't know, I didn't crunch all the film on it. And there was a couple games that he played them out of. But I don't know, man. I don't think he's that bad of a quarterback to put him in the tier with like Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers and yeah, like that's, all those guys. I'm not, I'm not mad about the so, people yeah. he's around. I'm, I just think you flip him into a, or Agreed. keep them, or just put two up. So, I'm good. do you guys have any problem where I have Brock Purdy? So, no. I have Brock Purdy as one, no. uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteenth best quarterback in the NFL. And I think that's I think fair. that's fine. Yeah, I just like it's just so hard for me to think that he's in a good, great tier, but he's he can't be in the give me another year tier. You know what I'm saying? But so, like, I, he is he's nowhere near like. Justin Fields or Tua or Derek Carr or he's better he's a lot better than those guys. I regardless of what his ability is and if he can carry a team to the playoffs or whatever, he's leading the best offense maybe the Ravens, but he's leading a top 2 offense in football, insane efficiency numbers and if he doesn't play them out of a game, they're probably going to win. So, that's why I have him there. Um shout out to Baker, Baker, Matt Stafford and Kirk. I debated Matt Stafford versus Kirk a little bit. Um, so that's my good to great tier. Um, this next tier is the I don't even know man tier. Um, okay. This bottom of the tier, so that is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So my 12th best quarterback in the NFL I have is Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. 11th best quarterback I have as T-Law. And 10 I have as Jalen Hurts. So Is that a joke? No, no, this no say that again. Oh, 12, is, 12 is Murray. 12 is Murray. 11 is T-Law. 10 is Hertz. So this tier that I have is I don't know. I don't know what these guys are for the simple fact that I don't know if Jalen Hurts is his statistical anomaly of a year and his crazy Super Bowl year was insane. I know you're pulling up Kyler Murray's stats right now, and I know you're – I 100% know what you're doing. And so Jalen Hurts, I don't know if that's a statistical anomaly. Trevor Lawrence, can he get back to being insanely efficient? I feel like he's one of those players that we've been waiting to develop for years and he just hasn't and I want to see that out. I think he has it in him I mean he's played yeah about I, I think he's played a year of great football with the end of the pri- like previous season and the beginning of this one sure but just whatever and then Kyler Murray I'm still insanely high on Kyler Murray I think his talent is not debatable 
I think that with Arizona... I don't have a problem with Murray being at 12, I don't think. I think Arizona hiring... Um, who did they hire? I, it was an offensive head coach. Um, Shane Steichen. But yeah, I think another year with Shane Steichen and him healthy, I think they give him an option. I think he's going to thrive. I know you're pulling up the stats. I think he had or like... Jonathan Gannon. Jonathan yeah. Gannon, yeah. Yeah, Gannon. He's funny. Sorry. Not great I always counting get them stats, confused. but okay. I think the talent is... I just want to let you know. I just... I do. You're going to pull up the stats I from this year, and I know I know. looked at them. If... Kyler Murray pl- content, like played the first half of the season like he wasn't injured. He played and he played like he did the back half. Mm-hmm. He would have been worse than Geno Smith, not by much. If, at if all. I'm not so, by much at all, just Geno Smith would have had higher everything though. But in my opinion, I think can we agree that the ceiling of Kyler Murray is higher than the ceiling of Geno Smith from a physical standpoint and to win a Super Bowl. To win a Super Bowl, I think you need a game changer at quarterback or the best damn team around him, which is what Brock Purdy is. Yeah. So um, I think that you need a game-changer at quarterback, and I don't think Geno is a game-changer at quarterback. I think Kyler Murray can be that, though, with the right guys around him. Yeah. Um, I guess my only argument against that would be, uh, you know, we, we're we talking about, like, this season, right? That's why we put Russell Wilson up by Geno. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're talking this season, he's not. No, 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 no. If we're kind of cu- counting numbers for this season, absolutely. He would be yeah. way below. He would be below Justin Fields. He'd be below Tua. He'd be below, hell, even Derek Carr. But I just yeah. think that the potential to be a franchise guy is there. So that's why I have him. He's just so unproven. He's one of those guys I don't know. So that's the I don't even know man tier. So this next tier I have as the give me another year tier. So this okay. is guys that it, give him another year, and that will kind of tell me – if they're franchise guys, which is the next tier above them, or if they're just good to great quarterbacks. So, um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I think there's only nine guys that fit into that upper echelon of quarterbacks. Number nine I have is Jared Goff. Number eight I have is Jordan Love. Okay. Number, number seven I have is Herbert. Number six I have is Dakota Prescott. And number five I have is C.J. Stroud. I think you should move Herbert up a tier. I'm a Herbert stan. I am a Herbert stan. I think Herbert is so elite. I Oh, absolutely not. I think Herbert is... Uh, so this... 100%. I will agree with you on the fact that I think I think that he is elite. But I don't know if he's elite. That's the problem. And that's why I have him as the give me another year tier as... I mean, the nickname stands, he is Mr. Hypothetical. There's so many hypothetical hypothetical. situations that if he had this, if he has this, well, now you have an offensive head coach, you have some of the best wide receiver weapons in the entire NFL, you have a defense that's injured injured to hell, but is elite. Like that I mean, defense, that defense is also the Chargers. The no, not elite defense. That defense has spent play, the most they, money on, and they if, have what the worst stats in passing and rushing. But they're injured ninety percent of the. I'm saying like on paper when you look at them. On paper, yes, but being yeah. on paper doesn't pan out. Sure, clearly, hundred percent, hundred percent. But I think that there is no argument to be made that Herbert is better than Dak Prescott. I don't think there's an argument. Dak has better counting stats, better better completion percentage, better efficiency. Right now, yes. And objectively, more more success in the postseason. I so, mean, sure, right now, yes. I would agree with Keen. Right but that's, now, yes. That's why I'm saying we don't know. Yeah. Like, CJ Stroud could be above all those guys. So that's why I have him as another year. Same thing with, like, Jordan Love. Because Jordan Love could be insane next year, and I move him into a franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Draven, do you have anything to say about? No, I agree with that list. I, I agree. I, 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 yeah, I'm I'm pretty hard. fond of the top ten. So it went Hurts, Goff. So so the top my top ten quarterbacks yeah. would be Jalen Hurts, Jared Goff, Jordan Love, uh, Herbert, Dak Prescott, and then C.J. Stroud so far. And then we have the top four guys. Um, yeah, I think C.J. Stroud. I think he won a playoff game. He proved that he can do that. Herbert hasn't won a playoff game. Um, yeah, and yeah, I agree with with what he's done with all the. So I, so I originally had Stroud yeah. just above uh, Jordan Love, and I had Dak, Herbert, Stroud. But I looked at the crazy efficiency numbers that he put up with a mid-tier offensive line this year, so I have him. Um, so the next tier that I have is franchise guys. These are all-time greats that we're going to look back and so be top like. top four? Yeah, so these are my top four guys. Uh, four I have as Lamar Jackson. Yep. Three I have as Josh Allen. Yeah. Two I have as Joe Burrow. So those are my franchise guys. I think that those are the only guys – 
in the NFL that are truly untouchable. I think yeah. Stroud, I think Stroud, Love, Bryce Young are technically untouchable. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the only guys that realistically they wouldn't trade. No, I would for. say those four guys, and we know who the fourth is, are easily the best four yeah. in the league, and they're yeah. pretty interchangeable, except from the one spot. Yeah. And then I have a gap. Yeah. I just put the gap tier. Um, is that does, does that count as a tier? Uh, yeah, that does actually count as a tier. It's the gap, and then number one is best quarterback we've ever seen. So I think we know who that is when we speak about it. Derek. Carr. Patrick, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill actually moves up. Geno Smith. I think Cooper Rush. Saying his name wrong. Uh, but it's Mahomes one. So yeah. overall, overall, would you give the list out of ten? I'll say. I only disagreed with two things, so I'm. I like disagreed with a couple things too. So I'm gonna say seven. I was gonna say I'll say an eight. Yeah, not a bad, not a bad quarterback list. Um, good. I'm just higher. I'm, I'm still very high. We had this Kyler Murray debate every single week. We, we find a way. I was gonna say, well, something we can uh, do off of this is we can, we can do a different tier list for every position group. So one of us can do wide receivers, tight ends. We can talk about that more, but that's probably something you'll probably see off this off season. Yeah, we got some off season work to do. Yes, we do after, after, after the Super Bowl. And now I think it's that time to predict the biggest game of the year, being the Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl 58, it starts at 5.30 on Sunday, and you're going to hear so much about it this week if you haven't already. So, yeah, 5.30 on Sunday night, and, yeah, we'll get into our predictions here. So, Gabe, uh, with no no cards in this game, what are you thinking, Super Bowl Chiefs matchup? <clears throat> um, I said earlier, I know I said earlier to you, mm-hmm. I think I said Niners 31, Chiefs 24. 31. I think is what I said, or Niners 27, Chiefs 24, something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I said. So you said, wait, Niners 27, Chiefs 24. I have the Niners winning. Okay. Well, the Niners winning by around seven. Let's go Niners 27, Chiefs 24. Okay. Niners that's, 27, <laughs> Chiefs 24. That's three that's points. <laughs> that's not around seven. <laughs> I guess three's around seven. I, <laughs> I guess. I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, one score game is what you're saying. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Okay, but Niners come out on top. Can I? Can I ask why? I, I'm, I'm looking. Also, also give me an MVP, a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, Super Bowl MVP, and then I want to know why. Like why? Like, why I'm picking the Niners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I, I, had this, I, just, I don't remember who I had this discussion with. Uh, I can't I, you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the you, but. I said I just think the Niners have so many weapons, and I I know your guys' defense is really good. Run defense a little iffy um, from time to time. So I think stopping CMC is going to be a hard thing to do. And I just think the Niners have a lot of weapons that just might wear your defense out eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you guys really are going to put up a chance because it's Mahomes in the yeah. playoffs. So that's why I think it's going to be close. But I just think the Niners just have too many weapons. I, and that is probably the betting favorite opinion right now is how mm-hmm. why they think Mahomes and the Chiefs are – because the Niners are the favorite. That's probably why most people think, obviously, the Chiefs would lose. So uh, – Dom, you want to go second, or we'll go Draven? I'll have Draven, because like, I, I feel yeah. like you know what I'm going to pick, but I want to see, because Draven doesn't have any cards in this game, like you said, with yeah. Gabe. Go ahead, so go I'm going to go Chiefs winning this game, 24-21. Uh, okay. And my Super Bowl MVP is going to be Travis Kelsey. Ooh, get him at 85-1 to 1 odds right now. And uh, Really? Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I just, I, this 49ers team is beatable. I mean, we've seen them get beat by the Rams, the, mm-hmm. the, the, or the Ravens. Forget who their other loss was, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I just think I think uh, there's a formula to beat him, and you just have to shut down CMC and force Brock Purdy to throw it up, which is what happened last or a couple weeks ago with Lamar. And yeah, I kind of agree with that. If there was anyone to to come up with a good game plan, game plan defensively, it'd be Spags. He's done it a lot this year. Yeah, so. and off a of bye week, everyone knows Andy Reid off a of bye week is insane. Yeah, so give him two bye weeks and exactly. Uh, who was your MVP? Was your MVP CMC, Gabe? Um. Well, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go CMC. Okay, that makes sense. And yours was Travis Kelsey. Travis Draven. Kelsey. Yeah. That's a good draw. Go ahead, Dom. Um. So I'm gonna take the Chiefs and like confidence meter wise, I'm at like a nine. I just don't. Ooh. Um. Score prediction, I think it's a game in the 20s. I think it's kind of a slugfest. I mean, honestly, like 30, 31-20 Chiefs. 31-20. So, I just think. Exact score of Super Bowl 54. Y- yeah, I, I would honestly. Oh, yeah, I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. Uh, yeah, I would say like 31-21, 31-20, something like that. I just, the Chiefs' defense the sort of progression of quarterbacks that the Chiefs had faced. They started off with Tua, then they went to Allen, then they went to Lamar, and now they're going to plummet and play Brock Purdy. 
and the um, the 49ers started off and they played Baker Mayfield or they played Jordan Love. Why am I getting these teams? Or who did who did Jordan the Niners? Play? They played Jordan Jared Love. Goff. They played Jordan Love. Then they played Jared Goff. And now they're playing Patrick Mahomes. And that defense, which during the season was really good, is giving up 380 yards a game right now. And wow. I just think, although Mahomes has played really bad in Super Bowls, I think that this Chiefs team is insanely motivated. Like, I haven't seen Travis Kelsey and Mahomes this locked in for a Super Bowl. Even, like, last year, they were, like, getting fired up. But they feel the hate. I mean, and the quote yeah. from Mahomes of, I haven't really felt like the villain. I can be that villain if you need me to be is something that fuels this team. I think um, a lot of the second and third receivers for the Chiefs um, continue their playoff success. I think Pacheco has a really good game. And I know we talk about the rush game and the bad game plan from the Ravens, but Chiefs held the number one rushing offense in the entire NFL to 86 rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if there's a Super Bowl MVP for the Chiefs, it's going to be Mahomes. Because I just wouldn't take Kelsey just for the fact that Mahomes is going to throw him the football. And I think that, I mean, we saw a Super Bowl where Damian Williams 1,000% should have won Super Bowl MVP. And Mahomes won it because of a late comeback. So I would, final prediction, 31-20. Chiefs get it done. Mahomes gets his third ring. uh, Third Super Bowl MVP as well. Okay, yeah, so that, like I said earlier, that would be the exact 50, Super Bowl 54 score, and the Chiefs and Niners played in that game, too, and the Chiefs were in red in that game as well, so there would have been a lot of similarities there. But Trump-Biden election as well, but then COVID happened. Yeah, mm. uh, kind of insanity. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, and we'll move on to mine then. My, my score prediction is, pre- I think it's, I'm, I'm going to keep it short and sweet, and my prediction for this game, I think, is I think we're going to see another iteration of Sneed Island. And Sneed Island, for those who don't know, has been – Sneed has pretty much taken every number one wide receiver that's been in his face and locked him down uh, to a certain standpoint and helped his team – pretty much helped his defense become the the number two or number three overall defense in this league. And I think we're going to see another iteration of that this Sunday. And But uh, I've kind of seen some stuff come up on film, some guys break some things down for me. Uh, the interior offensive line of the 49ers kind of got bullied a little bit last week by that interior defensive line of the Lions, and now you're gearing up to play the best interior defensive lineman or the second best of this generation in Chris Jones behind Aaron Donald. So you're going to be you're going to have your hands full if you are that that front line of the Niners. And with that being said, I'm I'm going to go ahead and take Chris Jones as my MVP. I think Chris Jones can get a a strip sack or force an inter- interception like he did in Super Bowl 54. Uh, something along those lines and help his team win this game. 23-17 to 17 is your final score. Uh, that's my prediction yeah. for this game. I think it's going to be really low scoring. I think some people are going to call this game boring because of, of not necessarily how low scoring it is, but just because of the lack of points or the lack of like drives downfield that we're going to see. So that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say 23-17 is your, is your final score. Any, any final thoughts on this game as we, as we prepare to wind down the season? I just think the Niners have to keep it, like, I, obviously, but they have to keep it close. Because if it gets into a track meet, I think that, I think a track meet is their only way of winning. And I just don't think that they're going to be able to keep up with Mahomes. Um, I think that there's going to be a turnover by Purdy. I think McDuffie gets his first interception, first career pick. We need that. But final, the most, do we think Travis Kelsey proposes to Taylor Swift <laughs> after the most important the game? question. That's a jet. You can genuinely if we, bet. If we win, no. if the Chiefs win, you can bet you on that. that. No, you can bet on that. And it was like, if you yes, it was like plus three hundred, plus three hundred odds or plus four hundred odds. That's he had better odds crazy. to propose yeah. to Taylor Swift <laughs> than to win Super Bowl MVP. That's not even crazy. What no, if, I don't. He does think one. He does. he does both of them in one night. Just watch. <laughs> okay. You think Dude, but two that rings? Would be, that would be the perfect Dude, story. That, that would be that would bro, be the long you guys want. You guys get so much hate once, bro. You guys get so much hate. I know, I know. But what just, can you say? At I know that we just wrapped it up, but I want to hear like your guys's like perception of this. Is we're Chiefs fans. We we kind of embrace. But do you think that Taylor Swift <laughs> watching Chiefs games? Do you think she has shown too much? I think it is a little overdone, but it's not her fault. During this is not not um, bro, uh, during the NFL games, not on social media, just on the NFL. So yeah. like on it, TV broadcasts. Yep. If you think that it's too much, just go ahead and say you hate women. Thank you. Thank you. What a take. Thank you. 
that's really what it is, bro. Cause what? Who cares? She's she's shown she, for maybe three seconds. Twenty five seconds. Twenty over three games. That was over three games. Yeah, no, I saw over, that stat. Over three I saw games, that stat. It was two minutes. Over three oh, games. Oh. It was two minutes because she was shown for a minute during the Dolphins game where. I, she probably put up a better show than the Dolphins did. <laughs> she was wow. for 35 <laughs> seconds against the Bills and then 25 seconds against the Ravens. Crab cakes were shown for more time on TV than Taylor Swift. The yeah. issue, Crab cakes. The issue is because everyone's on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. So they see that and then they're like, okay, I'm tired Absolutely. of seeing Taylor Swift. Okay, I will say, and then they see the game, they're like, Taylor yeah, Swift. That, you know what I'm saying? Okay, but let, let's like let's like uh let's say this was Kanye West or like uh someone Eminem. They Eminem. showed Eminem, Eminem. But if for like it, three minutes. Yeah, if it was Ryan Reynolds, everyone yeah, would exactly, love that. Exactly. <laughs> like the people like people that like, you know and Taylor Swift is so huge, why would you not yeah, show her? I'm not gonna lie, popularity wise, I know I know she's, this is a football podcast, but popularity wise no, no, this is this is, this, relevant. this is a football relevant topic. Popularity wise, she is like the Michael Jackson of this generation. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Which is which is at this point, what can you say? You but, can like I've seen I've seen that argument and I have made that argument like, dude, there's no way like Michael Jackson was way better. That's not what we're arguing. Yeah, it's popularity. we're arguing level of popularity in like the fact that she announces an album during the Grammys and the, everyone posts about it within yeah. five minutes of it happening. She is an international super superstar. Is there an artist bigger than her? You, you can right maybe, now. I don't think you can maybe person, argue the weekend. But. Drake. I don't think there's a person on the planet bigger than her. I've said Probably that I think not. she's the most popular person on the entire planet. Um, yeah. But I would agree. Like yeah, she's up there. At the least. problem is, is every like me included. I follow thirty five thousand NFL accounts, and yeah. they're all gonna post the same thing mm-hmm. about it. I think she gets oversaturated in that That's media. Said, yeah. But like, dude, it's. Also, th- I think the hate for the Chiefs, and I know we're yeah, that's biased all it is, dude. Is people just looking for something to hate and, you guys from? And it's I think the thing is, I'm is, glad you realized that, Driven. Yeah, I think the best term that I've heard is "too good, too early." People suffered through 20 years of Tom Brady in the AFC, and no one, no one went to anything. And since since the turn of the century, okay, kind of not true, but keep going. What the Patriots were good for. 20 years. They were know, the t- but you said Tom Brady never went through anything? No, 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 no. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. I was just oh, rambling. My fault. Oh, my fault. okay. So uh, right. they went through 20 years or whatever, and they had deflate gate, and they had yeah. a tuck rule, and they had so many, so many cheating scandals that they were the villain, right? And then they left. They're like, oh, my gosh, our team is finally going to have a chance to win at something. And then Brady hands the baton to Mahomes. And they're like, oh, no, we're going through this again. Chiefs are so likable. Like I, they're on they're on every commercial, which is oversaturation once again. Mahomes has so many nonprofits. Andy Reid is this big fat dude that's funny. <laughs> Travis Kelsey runs a, po- a football podcast. What's his brother? Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's just yeah. a bro too. You about so. to say just a frat dude yeah. that like anyone can like dating the biggest pop star dude. in the world. You have Rasheed Rice who is the greatest receiver <laughs> of all. Um, but no, I just think that people find every excuse to hate on the Chiefs because they're good. Like I. Last thing I'll say, because I know I'm yapping right now, but uh, I saw something about uh, Patrick Mahomes' dad getting a DWI, which, like, whatever, like, it's funny. Some dude was like, it's funny. It's funny. Oh, uh, whatever. It's, it's whatever. third one. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll laugh it off. Okay, it is, it is a little, it, his mugshot was funny. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll say that. Okay, I, the ne- The first comment, the first comment was, they'll talk about, th- or they'll talk about C.J. Stroud's dad, but not this. Literally everyone is talking about it. He got asked yeah. at a media interview. People create this fake narrative of like, oh, the Chiefs are so cocky and Mahomes is a crybaby. Mahomes has cried one time and it was at the at a he was just angry at his receivers. It just I didn't want to go on yeah. a rant, but the hate I get it. The hate for the Chiefs online, it's so annoying. How do you think Cowboys I, how do you think I get feel? It? How, yeah, how do you think okay, I feel but, all the time? But here's the thing is I know I think some of the hate for the for the Cowboys is warranted. Because, that's, because that's, I mean, Jerry Jones, hilarious. Jerry Jones is intolerable. I can't stand Jerry. Me Jones. neither. I think that. Well, okay. I can't stand Veach. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, and I think Micah talking trash and his podcast and whatever, Agreed. and like, uh, you hear what he said about David and Joku at the Pro Bowl games or whatever? They were playing Madden, and they were talking about like their seasons or whatever. And Micah was like, "Well, Cleveland is Cleveland. We know you're gonna be here." Oh, I did see that. And David and Joku was like, "Brother, we're both at the Pro Bowl. We both got yeah. eliminated in the playoffs." Why what are you talking? Yeah, about? you lost first round. Too, Mike. Any like does <laughs> I did nothing. I don't know. I think that I think the Chiefs for the most part is really likable players. 
And like, I don't know. I don't hate the 49ers. Like, I don't either. I don't either. Oh, I, I, do. never, I don't hate the. Well, you well, do because you, you get walloped by yes. them every single time them. you guys play. I really hate the 49ers. Yeah, you guys are in their division. Yeah. So, But I'm saying we as Chiefs fans, like, I don't. Keaton and I as we. Like, I don't hate him. Even Charvarius Ward, who said that the Niners are better at literally everything than the Chiefs, which, bulletin board material, but yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think that the hate for the Chiefs just comes from the fact that since 2000. Your quarterback, like if you're not a fan of Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, or Peyton Manning, the guys that you've witnessed go to the Super Bowl: Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Joe Burrow, Joe Flacco, Stafford. Staff. No, I'm talking about from the AFC. AFC. Oh, AFC. I'm talking AFC. Because oh, okay. uh, that's it. Yeah, I think. I was pretty close. Yeah. I was one last thing, and then I'll stop yapping. I know it's been a crazy app sesh, <laughs> but. I think some of the things is Mahomes has, like, of the AFC teams, Mahomes, there's obviously 15, uh, or 32 NFL, so 16 AFC teams. You remove the Chiefs, that's 15. Mahomes has ended the seasons of 10 of them, and it's been the farthest that they've gone. The only one that they haven't ended are the three AFC West teams who has been dealing with him, destroying their franchise for their what? He's like thirty-three and five against the AFC West or something like that. That's crazy. That's the, an insane stat. Pa- yeah, something like that. Crazy. I don't think that's the correct record, but still, the Patriots who are in turmoil and hate the Chiefs because he is trying to catch Tom and the Jets who haven't had hope since who? Mark Sanchez, Joe Namath, Joe Namath. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna say every other team. The Titans, farthest they got in the AFC Championship. The Bills. Do I have to explain? The Ravens, AFC Championship. Bengals, they hate them, but everyone thinks that their rival is the Chiefs, and they're not. There's no rival for the Chiefs. They're standalone, the best franchise in the NFL right now, and that's why they're getting hate. Yap sesh over. I agree. I mean, I agree. That's why, you know, when Tom Brady was doing so good, they had to be like, well, he kisses his kids. Exactly. exactly (laughs) what they they had to do that. Yeah, but the thing is, is like, they cheated. Like, they deflate gate and tuck rule, and Belichick wasn't likable. Brady also cheated on his wife, which was really, obviously, you can hate on before. He literally, he he broke up with his wife to play football for another year. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do, man. I heard 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 they got divorced because of... uh, uh, like FX, you know what NFTs are? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess he had dumped like a hundred million dollars into it overseas, and then so they had to divorce. So all Maybe the money, crazy could go to, all theory. the money could go to Giselle. Oh my God! Don't I start don't with think that's okay. True. I, I think it's definitely we probably should wrap this up. Yeah, we're gonna wrap We're yapping. We're yapping. The MAGA propaganda with Taylor Swift. We're yapping. We're yapping. Yeah, we're yapping. But either way, Super Bowl Sunday at five thirty. Be true. It's not true, bro. It might be read something about it, dude. What? What is this? I don't know what articles. On the dark web, I don't know right? articles you read in your spare time. But uh, Super Bowl five thirty probably going to be the most watched Super Bowl of all time. I don't even of, think probably. I think definitely. Yeah, definitely, probably, or because <laughs> probably because of what we just discussed. But anyway, I think that's gonna wrap us up. We did a lot of yapping at the end there, but uh, over relevant stuff. So whatever. Yeah, this has been the whole nine yards. We'll be back same time, same place next Chiefs week. Chiefs ring number three. To discuss this game, this highly anticipated Chiefs Niners rematch in Super Bowl 58. So uh, come back same time, same place next week, and we'll be right back here on the whole nine yards.